Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Say, I'm a spirit. Come on, lift up your right hand. Say, I'm a spirit living in a body. Now, the first Adam was never created a spiritual human being. I want to emphasize this point. Because there are many out there who are teaching people that, oh, when God told Adam, when he eat of the fruit, you shall die, then Adam died spiritually. If Adam had died spiritually, there wouldn't have been salvation. Because in the realm of the spirit, whatever happens is once and forever. That is why Lucifer or Satan couldn't have obtained salvation. Because if he had obtained salvation, then it means that God had gone, I guess, because in the spirit. And if Adam died spiritually, listen, if Adam had he died spiritually from the beginning, then it means that Jesus too had, should have died spiritually and then died physically. If he had died spiritually, I'm telling you, God would have been dead forever. Could you imagine? And his, God, God can't die spiritually. He, his life. So he cannot die. Amen. So it was what happened in the physical that you must understand. Now, before we go to Romans again, let's go to 1 Corinthians 15 so that you understand this point I just made. It's very, very important because I want to drill home your understanding of the fact that we are spiritual people. Amen. Now, let's read from verse number... Okay, let's read from verse number 35 so that you can get the full meat, the full picture. Word. First Corinthians chapter number 15, let's read from verse number 35. It says, But someone will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Foolish one. What you sow is not made alive until it dies. So it means, oh, I love this. I love this. Cartos, In other words, you see, for, for we to have been made alive, for, for we, you talk about the human, the human race to have been made alive, someone ought to have what died. And then it didn't have to end there. If you die, for you to come back up, you are coming back fresh. Wow. Anything that dies, if that thing is coming back up, it's coming back with a new life. It doesn't come up with the same life that died. Comes up with a new life. Praise the Lord. And what you sow, you do not sow that body that shall be but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain, but God gives it a body as he pleases and to each it its own body. All flesh is not the same, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish and another of birds. Are you seeing now? He's trying to now let you know that, yes, because if you read Genesis chapter number one, when God was creating the world, he created all these things from the ground. He created cattle from the ground. So all those things are also flesh. That is why we have blood in animals. And that is why in those days, God could even accept the sacrifices of animals in place of human beings because we all came from the dust. Are you getting the point now? But their kind of flesh is different from us. Here, we cannot eat a human flesh because we cannot. It's not been given to us to eat it. I know it's very, you know, disturbing to hear that, but we are learning, isn't it? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Verse 14. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So also, say, oh, say so also. 
so also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption, it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. It is sown what? A natural body, it is raised what? A spiritual body. So now, that is why let me, let me draw, give me a minute on this point. That is why you and I, we must preach the gospel like never before. Because anybody who is not saved in the natural body can never be saved in the spiritual body. Are you getting it? Some people say, oh, now why do I need salvation in this world at all costs? You need salvation at all costs here because in the realm of the spirit, there's no salvation there. Oh, yes. It, it sounds very, very strange, but, but that's true. Because if there's salvation in the realm of the spirit, like all those who have died, when they resurrect and then they plead their case before God, God will forgive everybody. But God has sent all of us here on earth to go and tell these people, repent, repent. Salvation is only here in this world. Beyond here, when you go, it's judgment. It's not salvation. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. It says it's appointed of the man. When you die, you go for judgment. You are not going for salvation. If God is going to save anyone, he's going to do that here. Because if you bury that natural body, the next time that body is going to come back, it's coming back as a spiritual body. And when the person raises up as a spiritual body and the person is judged, if the person's activities in the flesh does not give him any kind of comfort, then whatever he becomes as a spiritual body is becoming that forever. If that's why when they go into the, if you go into the lake of fire, they will be there for forever like that. In that state. Praise the Lord. Let's finish it. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. Raised in, in glory. Sown in weakness. Raised in power. It is sown as a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body. And there is a spiritual body. And so it is written. The first man, Adam, became a living being. In other words, became a natural body. The last Adam, who is Jesus Christ, became what? A life-giving spirit. For the six, let's all read it together. One to go. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural. And afterwards, the spiritual. Did you see that now? So the first Adam was never a spiritual human being. This is the scripture. The first man Adam was a living being, was a natural person. He was never a spiritual person. If he was a spiritual person, then his sin would have made all of us sinners until the Lord comes and judge the world and there will be no single human being who will be saved. But because he was natural and I believe God did it that way because this time man was created in his image. Angels were not created in the image of God. So they were created spiritual beings. Hebrews chapter number 1 talks about the fact that these are spiritual beings. Angels are spiritual beings. Are you getting it now? Yeah, they are spiritual beings. At the end of the day, they were not created. When you read the book of Revelation, you find some angels, they have eyes all over their body. Front and back, they have eyes. These are not human beings. Are you getting what I'm saying? They are angels that look some, they have a head of a lion. They have a body of um, something else. God created those angels out of his imagination. But for human beings, he created us in his own image. So he didn't want to make any mistake with humans. He didn't want to create us as spiritual beings as he is from the beginning. In case we sin, just like how Lucifer sinned and he was lost forever, he could remedy it. So God had in mind a master plan. And he knew the enemy was on earth. And he would come and deceive us. And then he did it. The enemy came and deceived the first man. And then he said, and God said, you know what? I've already sorted it out. I knew this would happen. So because you have sinned, the moment he sinned, he killed an animal, covered them. He said, I knew this was going to happen. Now, it is not the first Adam who is now a sinner. 
when uh, sorry a, a spiritual being when god wanted to make a spiritual human being he made jesus a spiritual human being why and after he made jesus the spiritual human being, he said ah you're not going to sit on earth come up and the bible says and jesus ascended and seated at the right hand of the father interceding for you and me so jesus on in heaven is not just a spiritual being but a spiritual human being interceding for spiritual human beings on earth and even natural human beings on earth so that they too they can be saved are you getting the picture here now yeah that's how powerful it is so now if he had left jesus on earth, maybe he would have also been tempted again but if you look at matthew chapter 4 the moment satan came to tempt jesus jesus said get behind me satan get behind me satan now let's go to romans chapter number eight i'm building an important point before Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. Romans chapter number 8. Let's read from verse number 1. Romans chapter number 8. Read from verse number 1. Romans chapter number 8 from verse number 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit so the condemnation is not on those who walk according to the spirit but on those who walk according to the flesh we all, like i said the last time most of the time we quote just the very first part there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ Jesus. and then we end there so those who are even walking in the flesh they they want to claim solace in that one. Oh, i'm in christ so i'm not condemned he said, but the condemnation is not on those who walk in the spirit, but on those who walk in the flesh. You must understand this. Amen. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of what? Sin and death. For what the law could not do that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of a sinful flesh on account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not work according to the flesh but according to the spirit so those who work in the spirit are those who fulfill the requirement of the law are you here with me those who work in the spirit are those who are even living like they are living because if you are working in the spirit then you are doing the things that you don't need the law to tell you to do those who live according to the spirit don't need the law to tell them anything because they themselves they are even doing the things that the law is saying that is why jesus was bold to say i am the lord of the sabbath because if you are living in the spirit you understand the rudiment of the of the things of god so much that you don't need anybody or anything or any law to tell you what to do are you here with me so the question is that what life do we have in christ jesus and by a lot of the scriptures we have read so far we have the spiritual life say we have the spiritual life say we have the spiritual life and as a spiritual person you need to understand how you ought to live amen as a spiritual person there's a way you live natural people are living the way they are living you as a spiritual person you must also know how to live I remember when I was I was growing up and then you know um somebody somebody asked me and I asked me the church I attend and at that time I think I was in uh, assemblies of God and then I also asked it was an average woman not really old but average woman and I also asked where do you also fellowship and so media me I'm sorry you know at that point I thought that there was a difference between those who claim they are attending spiritual churches and like those of us here. So to say, say, I'm sorry, it was like, like as for us, we are in, when I'm sorry, like, yeah, 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 we are in the flesh. Are you going to, because they are saying they are in the spiritual church, but so what, what are we in? You know? But we are also the spiritual church. Are you here with me? It is just that many people don't know that they are spiritual people. Many Christians don't know that they are spiritual people. They think that, oh, I am a flesh and blood. No! I am not flesh and blood. Or 
just flesh and blood. That is even more better. Are you getting it? I'm not just flesh and blood. I'm a spiritual person. You know, when you read um, Philippians, when Paul said, let your spirit, soul, and body be preserved unto the day of the Lord. That scripture does not refer to every human being. It's only those who are in Christ who have the spirit, soul, and body. Are you getting it now? Those who are not born again, they don't have spirit. They, they don't have the new life of the spirit. They don't have spirit. Are you getting the point now? They don't have spirit. So at the end of the day, what happens is that the life that they are living, they are living shut up in the flesh. They are in the flesh. And then when they die, they go black. The next thing when they wake up, they are waking up before judgment. Hell means darkness. Now, are you here with me, somebody? I say hell means what? Darkness. They have been kept in chains. The demons, they have been kept in chains. In darkness. Hell. See, I, I think one of my devotionals recently, I talked about the difference between the lake of fire and hell. If you remember that devotional. How many of you read it? Some of you are looking at me like, how many of you have been reading the devotionals? Check. I don't do sleepless night for you not to read. Oh. If you don't read the devotional, I'll just stop producing them. Sometimes my eyes are red and I'll be typing. And then I send it and you don't read it. Some of you just collect prayers. Amen, amen. I receive it. You just collect the prayers. You don't read. You, you must study the devotionals because it is for your development why we are teaching you those things. The lack of fire is the real thing. As for the hell, people are in darkness. It's even more hell to walk in darkness. It's more bad to walk. But the lake of fire is when people are dumped into the fire and they'll burn forever. Darkness will be put in fire. Serious. And those who are not born again, when they come back, when God, God is going to, if you, you die, then you are in the sea. God will bring you out. Anywhere that you die, then you are hidden under the sun. God will wake everybody up. God knows where everybody who ever died in in 19, ho, 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 he will bring everybody up. It's time, it's time to be judged. What did you do on earth? He said, oh, Charlie, I love to chew chichinga a lot. I didn't do anything. Ah, chichinga, okay, you stand here. <laughs> you stand here. Chichinga for Munjina. This one, they say, I love to gossip. Okay, queen mothers of Kokonsa, you to stand here. This one, oh, you lie. You see, that thing? I told you last time we read Revelation 21, no, 19, sorry. He said, books were open. And I told you that God is the number one author in the world. He, your angels that are working with you, you think they are following you for the sake of it. They are documenting your thoughts, the things in your heart. They are writing them down. All your actions, they are, say, God has given them that. Say, right? Because on the day of judgment, books will be open. And then if your name is not found in the book of life, that one you are dead. You will be judged based on your book. You are not getting what I'm saying. Those whose names are found in the book of life, all that they ever did will not be open. Those books will not be open. But those whose names are not found in the book of life, they will be judged according to their books. The record of their books will speak. Womanize that you have 10 girlfriends. They have written it down. This one did abortion. This one lied. Oh, yeah. F. Sitting down in church right now. They're taught in your mind. Your angels are writing them. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. It's in the Bible. They're writing them. Books. Thank God for Jesus. Because some of us, if our books are open, hey. Our, if the books are open, there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Yeah. So now let's go to Galatians. I want to show you something. Galatians. Galatians. Let's read from verse 16. I read it last week, but I want to read it again. Galatians chapter number 5. I read verse number 16. 
Galatians chapter number 5. Verse number 16. He said, I say then, walk in the spirit. Say, walk in the spirit. Tell your neighbor, walk in the spirit. Yeah. Walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. So, the temptation you are crying about, it's not because of anything, because you are in the flesh. Amen. It says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill. In other words, you will not do them. So the temptations may come, but you will not end up doing them. Do you get it? That's the difference between the one who walks in the spirit and the one who walks in the flesh. When the spirit of the Lord was upon Joseph, this woman came and said, sleep with me. I'm at your service. Whatever you want to do, do with my body. He said, never. He ran away. Some of you, you are, you are, I won't do it. I won't do it. You, I don't like that. Before you realize, you are in the valley of the shadow of death. That's what the Bible says. Flee from what? Fornication. He didn't say walk away. He didn't say talk your way out. He said run. Some of you, you are walking around it. You are dancing to the tune. Are you here with me? So walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the last of the flesh. Last. In other words, the cravings of the flesh. The things that the flesh wants. The flesh wants to gossip. The flesh wants to insult. Uh, my friend, we will say insult. Want to insult you. <laughs> the flesh want to get angry. Until the person is standing shaking. Shaking because of anger. And this person could just kill. Don't you know some anger can kill? Walk in the spirit and you will not be there. Are you here with me, somebody? There are some people of Asamia D. They have a stony heart. But they are in church. They are the ones singing the loudest. In their heart, they have 10, 15 people they don't talk to. If they see them, they're like, hey, we all be some as much amazing. Walk in the spirit. If you walk in the spirit, you see those same people and then you smile. One of the things I told you, one of the things I work hard, I don't even say I work hard, but I work on a lot is the things of my heart. I want to think clean. Because I know God is looking at my heart. And the point is that, see, the motives of your heart, he knows the motives. So you better be clean. You can smile and then your heart, if the wickedness is there, God has, he's recording the one inside you. Are you getting the point? And you see, what is inside the heart is like pregnancy. Oh, what is inside your heart? Whether you like it or not, it will come out. One day, one day, it will come out. So Jesus said in Matthew 12, he said, make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. Whatever you put inside your heart will definitely come out. I'm buying that out. Pretend as much as you can. One day, your heart will expose you. I'm telling you. So sometimes when I see people, I see people, I say, wait, give them time. They, they, see, there are some people, they are very nice. When they come around, oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Charlie, when those people meet me, Mwatra, give them time. The real thing in their heart will come out. Are you here with me, somebody? They are walking with you, talking to you so sweet and nice. The real thing will come out. That is why there are some people here. Have you not heard some before? Before they got married, oh, the lady, oh, honey, my dear, they have never been married though. Calling the guy, honey, my lord. Have you eaten? Are your clothes dirty? <laughs> She's looking for the marriage. As soon as she got the marriage, ah, madam has come. Hey! Hey! <laughs> the tears of the heart has 
ఎలా మార్చలా సో మెనీ మెనీ ఆర్ మెనీ పీపుల్ హూస్ లైక్ ఆ దిస్ ఇస్ నాట్ ద లేడీ ఆర్ మై దిస్ ఆన్ ద గాయ్ ఆర్ మై డోంట్ వరీ ద బైబుల్ సేస్ ద హార్ట్ కెన్ బి డిసీట్ఫుల్లీ వికెడ్ జీసస్ సెడ్ ది ఆనమి విత్ యువర్ మౌత్ యువర్ హార్ట్ ఆర్ ఫార్ అవే so when people are like oh oh you be fooled by the oh 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 amen for some people can hide their real intent in their heart they are waiting to destroy but may any such person be exposed in Jesus name some of you didn't come on friday to pray so you don't know what i just said those are the nice the nice beautiful good people who come around you what you have to have it they want it amen so walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh tell your neighbor walk in the spirit yeah you you just can't do seeing a lady with enough body walk in the spirit there are some people they see fair lady na they have lost appetite walk in the spirit walk in the spirit walk in the spirit <laughs> You don't know what some people are going through. <laughs> Walk in the spirit. <laughs> Amen. All right. Verse 7. For the flesh last 17, sorry. For the flesh last against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. That is why when you want to pray to up midnight the flesh is saying let me sleep kakra. Oh, 5 minutes time. 5 minutes time. From 12 3 a.m. From 12 you realize 5 a.m. I have to go to work. Tomorrow I will pray. Another tomorrow 12 midnight. 5 minutes. 5 minutes. You realize another 5 a.m. The flesh doesn't want to do spiritual things. It is a spiritual thing to pray. Flesh people don't pray. They don't have time. They are praying to who? what they praying to they have nobody to pray to you have somebody to pray to are you here with me somebody they are fighting always the flesh is saying i want to eat the spirit is saying let us fast that is why those who are in the flesh when we announce fasting and prayer their face change the flesh just comes out and say ah man of god this week that is my birthday my birthday is in the week and then you want us to fast Three years ago, I was—I fa- didn't even know it was my birthday. Most of the time, I don't even remember my birthday. Almost, it's either my—I have a very powerful niece. That's why she has all the birthdays of everybody in her head. So when your birthday is coming, then she will call and say, "It's your birthday." So I have left that job for her. And anytime she tells me my birthday, I have to send her momo. Yeah, I have to I have to tip her for reminding me. So I, I've given her that job. Amen. Yeah. you have to understand that the flesh doesn't want you to do the things of the spirit so when you don't feel like praying that is the moment you must pray when you don't feel like fasting that is the moment you must fast when you don't feel like opening the bible that is the moment you must do it because anytime you anytime you feel you don't want to do something spiritually it is your flesh that is speaking it's not your spirit that is wanting it that is how you live as a christian amen verse number 18 but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law now these are the works of the flesh and they are evident can we all go through them together are you there all right number 1 number 2 number 3 number 4 number 5 number 6 number 7 Number 8, number 9, number 10, number 11, number 12, number 13, number 14, number 15, number 16, number 17, number 18 and number 19 and the line. So you can add yours to it. Did you see some of your things inside? Did you see one or two that you have been doing? Ah. They are there, papa. They are there. Plenty. 
And I also added the soccer bed, chacha bed. They are in church, oh. They are in church, but they are checking soccer, soccer score line. You think they have opened their digital Bible? Oh, share score line. Oh, share score line. Who has won? Who has spoiled my bet? Then we are all laughing. All of a sudden, the guy has gotten angry. He has lost his bet. He has lost his bet. He was expecting to win 200 Ghana. The thing has, uh, so, ah, uh, this amen, yeah, I can't say it. Can you imagine? They One day I saw, it was a viral picture. I don't know whether you saw it. The Assemblies of God picture. You saw it? The guy was wearing Assemblies of God t-shirt. Please delete this part from the audio. <laughs> and then he was in the soccer bed place. Hey! I'm very, the guy has gone out of the spirit. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? And then look at all of this hatred. Envy, so look at the things that people are hating in this world. They hate Christians for no reason. You hate somebody for no reason. Look at the works of the flesh, they are here. So, if you find yourself enjoying these things, you must know that you must walk out of it. Now, let's look at the things of the spirit. But the fruit of the spirit is what? One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, and nine. And this one is very important. The self-control one. It's very important. But there are some people, they don't have self-control. They have loose control. Very loose. They cannot control themselves. The least thing, they get angry. Slightest provocation. They get angry. The Bible says in First Corinthians 13, Love does not easily get provoked. So this is that these are the benchmarks. Okay? Yeah, these are the benchmarks. All those works of the flesh that is flowing through your mind, you must get rid of them. Are you getting it now? When they come to you, you must know this is not the will of God. This is not how you are supposed to lead. Look, they came to Jesus and they said, Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. And by the law, we are supposed to stone her to death. What are you saying? And then all that Jesus did, he stood, wrote on the ground, and asked a simple question. If you have not seen, has the first soul. Easily Jesus would have said, ah, I concur, go and kill him. Easily. But he said, you are forgiven. Are you getting it? Why? Because God is a God of a second chance. He always wants to give people the opportunity to repent. Especially if the person is here on earth. I read a book and this man went to, he went down the earth. And then he saw Jesus. And Jesus will often go and visit people who are in hell. And then when he goes there, he goes there and then he said he saw Jesus. He will always be sharing tears. Weeping for these people who are in hell. Why? Because he poured his blood so that nobody goes in there. And these people have managed to find themselves there. And then he's weeping for them because he knows their end is terrible. Charlie, we must fear something. Though. We cannot live our lives anyhow. Today. God bless you. It was yesterday midnight. I saw a video you posted on the church page. It was you who posted it. How many of you have watched that video? The video that he posted. Have you watched? Some of you have not watched it. Go and watch. There's a video on the church WhatsApp page. Go and watch it. It's a very important video. God bless you for sharing it. Today, today, there are some people who will not come to church if you don't call them to come to church. Hey, Charlie. It's like, as for we pastors here, <laughs> it's very sad. And everything that the guy was saying in the video just was on point. He said, oh, you, are not, you stopped coming to church because when you were sick, nobody called you. But when you were sick, in your workplace, you call your boss and say, boss, today I'm not feeling well. Can I have some day off? And if your boss says no, you will pick a car and go to work. But when it comes to the church, you get offended 
and you want to leave the church because when you were sick, nobody checked up on you. And if you didn't even tell anybody, how would we have known that you were sick? Could you imagine the things that people hold us accountable for? When they find themselves the other way around in the world, they will not hold them accountable for that. You're because of your salary. Oh, ask for church, you don't pay me. Ah! That is the biggest mistake you could ever make in your life. To think that God does not pay. The biggest payer in the whole world is God. I get what I'm saying. So because you're saying, I mean, for me, I don't think it's even anything to worry about. Because in this, in under grace, God will bless you. God will pay you with blessings. God, well, was I mean, say amen. I don't know why you are worried when somebody says, I mean, we do something bad. God will not kill you. God will not curse you. God wants you saved. So if he's paying you, he will pay you with blessings. Are you getting what I'm saying? This work that I'm doing, it is God who is paying me. You are sitting in church. You don't know that you are being paid for coming to church. You don't know. <laughs> People don't know that they are receiving payment. Coming to church, payment for her. Getting up to everything you do for God, he's paying you. That is why some of you, I told you last two weeks or so, some of you will be living in mansions. And there are some of you too. You have never slept on the street in, on the, in the world. But you'll be sleeping on the street in heaven. Because you are not doing anything for God. You wake up Sunday morning, you dress good, come and sit down in church. Amen, amen, amen. And you go home. As soon as you leave church, you are doing what you want. But from today, you'll be walking in the spirit. Because when you read down the Romans chapter 8, it says, for you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit. Say, I am in the spirit. Oh, come and say it with boldness. Say, I'm in the spirit. I'm not in the flesh. Therefore, it is expected of me to walk in love. It is expected of me to walk in joy. I mean, these are not natural things. Are you getting what I'm saying? These are not natural things. There are some people, when they go through certain things in their life, they break down and say, I can't take it any longer. No, the people in the flesh, they are like that. They cannot take it. But those of us in the spirit, we are able to endure. We are able to go through things. The Bible says, God said, when you walk through the fire, I am with you. Not even the flames of the fire will touch you. When you walk through the waters, you shall not drown. You will not go down this year because the Lord is with you. Whatever that doesn't want you to be joyful is taken away in Jesus' name. Joy is your spiritual state, irrespective of your natural occurrences. Are you here with me, somebody? Sometimes we go through sleepless nights and we are so full of joy. There are things you want in your life that you, they haven't come yet. But you don't say, oh, because I don't have this, I'm not happy crowd. Look, look at where we are fellowshipping. You think we don't deserve to fellowship in a very powerful place or something. But has something taken away our joy? No, nothing can take away our joy. Because we are spiritual people. Spiritual people are not happy or they don't live their life depending on the natural things. Yes, today... You may not have a lot in your pocket, but that doesn't take away your joy. Tomorrow, even if you have plenty in your pocket, that is not the reason you are full of joy. Because God has blessed you with his joy. No matter what, you are content and you are living a life of peace. Amen. So, I, some people say, I don't have, I don't have, you know, uh, three-piece suit, so I can't come to church. Whatever you have, wear it and come to church. Come and celebrate. Come and be joyful. This is how, no, I was thinking about it, was it two days ago, in the midst of all my turmoil, you see, that's how the Holy Spirit, I love him, I love the Lord. In the midst of your confusion, that is when sometimes I get the biggest of revelations. I don't lie to you. At the moment when my mind was hot, and then he started speaking to me, he said, have you ever thought about it, my son, that with all that Jesus has, he came and he was living in a cave, but when he was living, he said, I'm going to build you a mansion. When he said those words, I think it's about the second time those, that, that message has come for me to think about it. And yet, the Bible said, he went to the cross full of joy. Imagine going to face pain with joy. You know that what you are going to go through, it is not easy. Yet, you are going to do it full of joy. You know the reward. He said, for the joy that was set before him, 
He endured the same, despised the cross, and now he is sitting on the right hand of the Father. Are you getting the point there? When you know your reward, your temporary condition will not determine your state in terms of your joy or your sorrow. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you know what lies ahead of you, you know your today cannot make you sad because you know what you are working on. That is why the Bible said, what God is preparing for you, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not even entered the heart of men. What the Lord is preparing for you. So if men are not seeing what God is preparing for you, why are you crying by the words that people are speaking against you? You know where you are going. They don't know where you are going. You know what God is preparing for you. They don't know what God is preparing for you. Don't let the words of men cause you to cry. Full of joy. Full of joy. Full of joy. One of the things me, I don't bother myself is what people say about me. I don't care. Your words won't kill me. Say I don't care. Your words will never, never kill me. No, no, no. Say what? I know where I'm going. You don't know where I'm going. When the day comes, when the day you, you, we have seen it in the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are here. We are talking about building massive things for the Lord. Doing the, we are here and we know what we have seen and we know what we are saying. Somebody will come and say, ah, this man of God, he's too known, Papa. Look at where they are and they're speaking big, 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 big things. I'm not just talking big. I know what I have seen. What they cannot see is what we have seen. And we are telling you that your life shall only be glorious. And we are telling you that your life shall be prosperous. And we are telling you that your life is great. We are telling you they cannot see it. Don't let what they are telling you get into you. Don't believe what they are saying. Believe what your God is telling you. It is what matters. It is what matters. What they are saying, ignore them. Ignore them. Ignore them. They are saying all sorts of things. <laughs> You know, somebody says, I built a house today. You have not built a house. Okay. You see, there are some houses you will build it tomorrow. It becomes Pasco. You will be see your building and you will be, be kind that you build that house. Because what the Lord is about to give you, it shall become an iconic building. Architects will come and study how they design the building. They will come and study how they build. How were they able to build this design? They will come and pay you money to come and study. Uh, nah. Some of you don't know what I'm saying. You don't know what I'm saying. Walk in the spirit. The quickest way, in fact, there's a quick money way that people don't know is to walk in the spirit. Let me show you that. Go to Matthew 6. People don't know. This is the shortest card to make money or to be rich. Somebody say, hey, yes, this is the shortcut. Say shortcut. It's even shorter than Tata Bet. It is quicker than soccer bet. Tell your neighbor, it is quicker than soccer bet. So, so if you are into soccer bet, you are in the wrong thing. You are wasting your time. If you now card, they don't give you guarantee returns. All your two, two CDs, five, five CDs, they are going down the gutter. But this one, say this one. It is breaking crying. If you do this one, this shortcut, there's nothing that you shall lack in your life. I hear what I'm saying. Can we all read together? Matthew 6 33. That is the shortcut to prosperity in the whole world. In the whole world. Let's read it together. One to go. The kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be what? Someone says, let me go and look for money and then I'll come and follow God. I know some pastors who say, you know what? Let me go and look for money and I'll come and do the work of God. Because full-time ministry, there's a come corner room. There's no food in full-time ministry. So let me go and look for money and then come and do the work of God. You are wasting your time. When Jesus was sending the disciples in Luke chapter number 10, he said, don't take anything. Wherever you go, whichever city you go, ask for the rich person in that town and live with that rich person. In other words, look for the rich person and let the rich person take care of you until you leave the place. Are you getting the point now? 
You see, there are some church members who think that it is a sin to take care of their pastor. But when the pastor is sleeping at 12 midnight, they don't also think that it's a sin to call their pastor at 12 midnight to disturb him when the pastor is sleeping beside the wife. When the pastor is getting revelations at 12 midnight. You don't know, eh? there are some revelations that come when you are sleeping by your wife. You don't know. <laughs> uh, and then at that moment, then this guy preached the phone. He said, hey, pastor, hey, pray for me, pray, pray for you. That one, there is no such a sin. At this spot, oh, no, no, no. Thank God that this church, you don't do pray for me here. You find your own prayer. And you pray your own prayer. Amen, somebody. Yeah. Yeah, we can pray together. But you don't go as a prayer. No, 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 no. Seek you first. Say, seek you first. You know the preceding verses, right? He said, you know, the people of this world, they go after the money first. And they put down the things of the kingdom. They don't even look for it. But when you seek the things of the kingdom first, the things are added. This is the best strategy. So, instead of you trying to go and look for money first, and then come to God. God, you see, some of you think that God is a poor God. So, it's your money that will make God God. So, let me make money. And then they come to church in their suit. Say, man of God, I want to give this. Ah, have you forgotten the widow's mind? People, the rich people, they, were, they came to, um, to the Lord. They came with their substance, their money. They came. They say, Charlie, the Agbada, uh-huh. man of God, take one million dollars for the church project. Say the people like, hey, they will celebrate. Hey, God is good. God is looking and say, like, possess poor man. You can only give one million. Ah, and then that widow came, and that widow came and gave. The Bible say, her last, her last, just a coin. She came to drop it. And Jesus said, hey guys, you think you have given more than anybody? This woman, out of her very last, she knew the value of God. And she gave her very last. Some of you, when you are giving your offering, you are checking if you have some left. When you go home to buy kenke, fufu, omutu, Sunday afternoon. This woman, when she was bringing the offering, she was not thinking if there is food in the house. What am I going to feed my children? Uh-uh. She came and she emptied herself. And said, Lord, I'm now in your hands. What I'm going to eat, I'm in your hands. What I'm going to drink, I'm in your hands. The one who lives in the spirit, you live your life totally depending on God. For even water to drink. You say, Father, give me water. You know, there's a danger for you to think that because I have money to take care of this need, I don't need to ask God. There's a danger. And the moment you stop depending on God, you are walking in the flesh. Are you getting the point now? If, you see, do you know what, what the world they, they always seek? The world seek for independence. In other words, decoupling themselves from the dependency on the other. Isn't that what they say? But look at it. Are the nations of this world truly independent? Are they truly independent? They are not truly independent. Because we are still dependent on each other. And especially if you are in Africa like us, we have some big countries who are telling you what to do. Are you getting it? If you don't shut your borders, we will not bring you loan. If you don't buy from our country, we will not give you this one. Does that tell you that we are fully independent? We are not independent. Jesus Christ came and said, okay, the whole human race, you went your way. You went on your way of independence. You went away from God. But look at what you brought. Sickness, physical death, problems, this, that, that. All right. Our freedom in Christ, walking in the spirit, brings you that freedom away from the independence of the world to the dependence on God. So that when you're not depending on God, you know that everything, God is your source. And he resources you so that you can give him the glory. Are you here with me? Don't ever say, oh, I was lucky. I, I hate that word. I, I hate that word. Lucky. Say, I was lucky and I had the money on me. And I was able to pay. You were lucky. 
So you had the money by chance. You were lucky. The day will come, you'll be hungry by your luck. Your luck will also bring you hunger. Don't ever say that thing. As a child of God, you don't use words like, I am lucky. Oh, you are lucky. No, it's by the grace of the Lord. By the grace of God, I have the money to do this and do that. By the grace of the Lord, this has been provided to me. You see, when you acknowledge God for everything in your life, uh -huh, that is the beginning of you working in the spirit. Are you here with me? You are not strong here this morning. Because there are some people who are sick. And you are here. You think because you ate well. Or you slept well. Or because you are energetic. You are a macho. You went to the gym. So you are strong. Okay, be there. Acknowledge God for everything. Tell your neighbor, acknowledge God for everything. That is what it means to walk in the spirit. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first. When we say we are going for evangelism, you should be number one day. So I need to go to the, to the market to go and sell. Today is market day. Today is business day. No, you are making a big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Shut your shop and let's go for evangelism. And see if you make a loss. I told you some time ago. The number three fast food restaurant in America. Chicken Filler. That's the name. It's a Christian business. The owner, everybody, they are Christians. Sundays, they don't open. They are all going to church. The owner and the workers, everybody go to church. Are you getting it? Now, Americans, they signed a petition. That the government should force the company to start opening on Sundays. Why? Because their food is the best among the, the, the restaurants in America. The fast food chain. The, the best. They are behind McDonald's and uh, the other one. Just because they have more branches than Chicken Filler. But when you are talking about the quality of food, they are number one. People prefer their food more than any business. And yet they are a Christian organization. On Sundays, they don't open. They go to church. Do you know what they do? After the whole year, after they have made millions or billions of dollars, do you know what they do? They go and pay tithe in their church. The owners, after they have paid their, they, pay, they take their tithe, then they go and pay tax to the government. They have never complained of making laws. In fact, it is projected that by two years time, that is by 2023, they will become the number one fast food chain in America. They don't open seven days a week. Yet they are becoming the biggest in America. And you, your, 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 your small troubles, corner there, corner, corner, small troubles there. He said, hey, no, 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 I am going to work. You'll be there. See, that is why the money, when it comes, the money just finished. Because you are not putting God at the center of your business. Any spiritual person, you must put your business in the hands of the Lord. So that he can... You know, sphere the activities of the business. But your business becomes number one. As you put God first in your business. They will become number one by two years time. If not, if not for COVID, that company would have even gotten far. I'm telling you. You know, COVID slowed a lot of things and people were not eating in restaurants. I said, Christian. And people wrote a petition to, force the, to let the government force them to work on Sundays. And they said, no. He said, it's our religious freedom and our right. It's our business. It's not your business. If you like, don't buy from us. But people can't stop buying. You see, sometimes you think that if you don't do something, the world will come to an end. I have tried it many, many times. I realized that the world is always waiting for you. Ah, you didn't hear what I said. I, I, there, there are some young guys, they, they think that if they don't fornicate today, the world will come to an end tomorrow. You realize that when you keep yourself, the world will wait for you until you find that person to marry. You didn't hear, you say amen. The, you see, your amen cry is telling me something. Amen. This amen has a question mark to it. The amen you said, the, the previous one to this one, there's a difference. That amen was louder. This amen was... Are you here with me? Yeah. Say so the world is still waiting. The world is still waiting for you. Come to church and come and pray. Hey, your boss that say, if you don't come to work, I will sack you. Come to church and see if he can sack you. No, you don't dare them enough. So you think that they are your God. You think that, hey, 
there's not enough job in the world. And I can't afford to lose this job. My boss said, let me come to work. You'll be there. And go to work. Come to church and pray. Come to work the church and hear the word. Do the things of the Lord first. And all other things shall be what? If you want to be rich, I've given you the secret. This is the secret to be wealthy and to be rich in this life. May I find you at the top doing the things of the Lord and fully being loaded in Jesus' name. Proverbs 21, 21. We'll be praying very soon. I'm done. Proverbs 21, 21. It says, He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life righteousness and what honor so if you seek he first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and you walk in the spirit you will not just find something cool you will find life you find righteousness and you find honor people would 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 bring you dignity you'll be called a dignity are you know what i'm saying yes when you get there they will salute you yes sir please the door is open some of you no one has opened the door for you before you get to a place they open the door there, there are some people they see the, the security man will open door for everybody when it gets to your turn say open it yourself they look at you and say, no, you don't qualify for me. Open it yourself. Then the next person comes and says, oh, yes, sir. From today, you shall be given the necessary respect. Yeah. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking Have you not experienced that before? <laughs> They're opening the door for everybody. They see you and say, no, no, no. As for you. Those days, you know, when we're in the world and we're very bad, we're going to the club. How what they call bounces. Everybody will go in. One day, I was going with my friends. Young, young guys. Our jeans pants on the ground. Otofista, The guy, the bounce, I'm TikTok. I say, hey, you cannot go in. And then, this one will go. Oh, we beg the guy, beg the guy. The guy said, we will not allow us to go. And then we have to bribe him. Just to go into a club to go and dance. We have to go into a club. And then you go back. I mean, what kind of nonsense life cry is that? <laughs> we just go and dance, dance, dance. Buy, you know, we, we want to pay the devil. Nothing. What do we gain? Get back home, tired. Obi and smile. But come to church and come and dance. Kobna says, ah, me, hey, three pursuits. I don't dance in church. You don't dance in church. Your legs will be taken away from you. Amen, somebody. May you dance in church to the glory of God. He that follows righteousness and mercy, you'll find life. You'll find righteousness. And you'll find honor. May the Lord honor you from today. I say you shall be honored from today. Anyone who looked down upon you will look up to you. Whatever you could not do from today, you are doing it. In the mighty name of Jesus. When they are mentioning people's name, they omit your name. So this one cancelled. Whoever cancelled your name is rewriting your name. In the name of Jesus. Proverbs 27, 19. Be on your feet. Let's finish it. Be on your feet as we are about to finish. Proverbs 27, verse number 19. Are you there? Let's read it together. Proverbs 27, 19. It says, As in water, face reflects face, so a man's heart reveals the man. So as you look in the water and then you see your face, so whatever is in your heart will reveal who you truly are. As you walk in the spirit, people will know who you truly are. People will know you as the person who loves. Will know you as the person who is always full of joy will know you as a person who is always full of patience you have self-control whatever you have put in your heart people shall see and they will give glory to the lord so jesus said let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and give god your glory
Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.